Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mind Rise podcast. I'm your host, Ian Philo, and we are ready and so stoked to release another episode today. I know I missed a week. Um, A lot of crazy stuff happened since then. A lot of good crazy stuff. Um, Really blessed, super excited, super happy, always, always, always enthusiastic to present you guys with another fresh topic to add into your week. Now, today on the podcast episode, just as many other podcast episodes, we are going to talk about something that I have been particularly struggling with a lot recently. And not to say that I struggle with it all the time, but it's been kind of rapid succession lately. Um, And that topic is... Just being hard on yourself and beating yourself up. The specific title of this podcast episode is Stop Beating Yourself Up. And I know a lot of us still do it when it comes to our physical looks, our grades, the money, our income, the car we drive, everything, everything, everything. And in today's episode, I'm going to be outlining a few key things to really focus on when it comes to not letting that sort of feeling overtake you, and to not be so harsh of a critic on yourself that it it inhibits you from achieving or accomplishing anything in the first place. Many people believe being one's own private drill sergeant or critic is the best way to be a good person, and in some ways that's true. In some ways, you know, it is important to kick yourself in the butt a little bit and get yourself motivated and be like, hey, you need to get up out of bed, stop whining, Stop complaining, just get it done. And you know, that works for a really decent amount of people, but you really have to be aware of where your headspace is when you're engaging in that sort of behavior. Countless advertisements and workout videos have taught us that if we like talk down to ourselves and berate ourselves enough, we'll get, you know, we'll get off the couch and be more productive. If we break down, overeat, underperform, any of us believe that it's helpful to call ourselves negative, mean, spiteful names. And, of course, to a certain extent, we want to motivate ourselves. It's necessary to constantly seek per- perfection in everything. And, and, and you know, it, it's, it's obviously understandable to seek perfection in everything, but it's not, it's not obtainable. I think we have to ask ourselves, is it necessary to constantly try to get to that standard and then beat ourselves up for every misstep, every mistake, and harshly self-criticized, even when we slightly underachieve something. In healthy doses, self-critique can be good. It can be really positive, especially if we're looking from within. We can find new ways to improve, better connect with others, become more self-aware and humane. Of course, the main reason a lot of us engage or digest 
um, self-help or self-improvement books is to be more self-aware, is it not? Um, sometimes it's, it's helpful to make a list at the end of the day of five things that you did well that made you happy or that you're proud of doing. Write these things down. I've talked about episodes in the past where you're intentional about writing things down, specifically goals. I'm looking at goals I have right above my computer of things that I uh, try to be consistent on because I see it every time I log on here. And uh, write them down and read them to yourself out loud if possible before you go to bed. It won't eliminate all negative thinking, but if you could tip the scales a little bit towards the positive end, it will help keep your energy up. And that's really that's really the whole point of this. Um, absolutely. I'm going to start sort of diving in to the shell or the outlines of these specific topics that I'm going to try to highlight when it comes to combating the negative self-talk and to overall just stop beating yourself up. Number one, practice kindness towards yourself. Being kind to yourself is just as important as being kind to others. Here's a rule. Things that you would never say to your loved ones either out of consideration or for the fear that you might offend them should never be said to yourself either. I think that's super important. We're so easy. It's so easy for us to engage in hateful, negative behavior towards ourselves and be like, oh, like, you SOB, like, you piece of crap, like, you should have done that, like, you're doing horrible. But we would rarely go up to someone face-to-face and say that to them. So why do we let it, why do we let it become a habit where we talk that way to ourselves? In fact, Jay Shetty did a really great video lately about this. If you guys don't follow Jay Shetty, check him out on Instagram. Um, he also has a podcast called On Purpose. It's a phenomenal podcast. And his recent post on Instagram was just about practicing kindness towards yourselves because it's so easy for us to engage in negative behavior that we would rarely say those types of things to people that we really admire. And his video just outlined it perfectly. It addressed the topic perfectly. It was just absolutely just magnificent and his content is out of this world in fact one of the guys that really inspired me to start a podcast in the first place getting back to that topic of practicing kindness towards yourself imagine the amount of suffering it would cause others to hear these things from you and realize that you're hurting yourself just as much would you tolerate it if someone bullied your child or harassed your friend without a doubt these are painful experiences so why let the voices in your own head do the same to you. Why be your own bully? Because that is why because because that is what that is what we are doing when we incessantly self-criticize ourselves, is it not? No one knows you better than you do. No one knows what hurts you most or how to attack your weaknesses in the meanest way possible than you. We all have heard the saying, you are your own worst enemy. Well, in fact, it's true in this episode and many others, especially when you need to stop beating yourself up. Chronically treating ourselves with scorn, self-loathing can have consequences for our mental well-being, health, and relationships with loved ones. Heck, I know this has an effect on it. it even today, it like totally consumed my entire day because I was just getting overwhelmed with finances and money and worrying if I'm not bringing in enough to support my household and worrying if... I don't know where I'm going to be in the next two years, and I don't really know if I'm going to amount to anything. And it sucks. It literally just swallows you like a a black hole. 
and it's just cruelty towards yourself makes you sink deeper into a void from which you can never return i know i can't escape it it's never any and it sucks all the energy out of me i think sometimes what we have to look more for look for more often is instead of being really negative and mean towards ourselves practice kindness empathy is often a better motivator than cruelty to be clear this behavior of trying to motivate yourself with positivity is really what we have to be intentional about doing number two stop comparing yourself to others gosh i could literally make an entire podcast on this stuff i could make an entire mini series i could make an entire short film to stop comparing yourself to others why because like i literally do it so much i'm not proud of it definitely not happy about it and it needs to change there's always going to be someone better at you than something. There's always going to be someone with an exceptional skill level or more practice or a better mindset. This is always going to be a fact of life, but we can't beat ourselves up about it. There will be people who are not as proficient as you too, but if you tend to compare yourself to someone who is the best at what they do, you may be playing a losing game. Lately, negative self-talk have only made things worse not better i get into this really abusive headspace and it leads me nowhere but pain and misery and i can't stop the narrative within because there's one thing that thrives in the mind it's it's automatic negative thoughts toxic self-talk all of these things just light up like a bonfire we only remember the one negative thing that people say to us we don't ever remember the uplifting encouraging and life-changing things Point number three. Think of mistakes as learning opportunities. So I think this is important when it comes to getting away from beating yourself up because life is an unending process of self-improvement and mistakes are unavoidable. It truly is a journey and just like the longest road trip it's going to involve some turns and obstacles and setbacks and so does your life you have many great qualities and many areas for improvement as well but it's not to say that the few setbacks that you've had need to define you as a person see those mistakes as opportunities they show you what you need to work on and become the best you can be learn how to decipher criticism between people just being out outright rude to you and if you make a mistake and someone gives you constructive criticism definitely learn from that and take that to heart more than someone that's just being a turd to you for no apparent reason at all point number four be patient with yourself i think this one in particular has really 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 hit home for me because if there's one thing that I really fall prey to when it comes to beating myself up, it's the time it takes me to achieve something. My whole entire life, it has seemed that people sort of learn things at an expedited rate, and I'm just kind of chugging along, very slow, blasé, not very fast learning method. And it really takes a toll on my self-confidence. 
it really takes a toll on just how I view myself as a person and just how I think about myself and, and what I output into the world. It takes time to correct the harmful habits that you had the most of your life, especially deep rigid ones like self-criticism. It's, it's almost impossible to do it cold turkey. Considerable effort is definitely required to change the way you think and to foster positive self-talk, to get you calmer, more reasonable, and just more uplifting to like the real you. Your life is a work in process and progress, so commit each and every day to doing something positive for you. Practice until you naturally are good to yourself and don't have to always combat negative thoughts every single minute and hour. Practice until it becomes more comfortable. However, nothing is good when done or taken in excess, especially self-criticism. The repeated effects of this practice are detrimental. Instead of helping you reach your goals, oftentimes self-criticism belittles you and erodes your peace of mind. So again, be patient with yourself. If you're not learning that particular move fast enough, if you're not excelling at the rate at which your peers are, if you're not understanding and conceptualizing the concept in school at the same rate that your classmates are, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I've oftentimes found that I excel more at things that my peers don't. And sometimes it can be really easy to get caught in the trap of Oh well, you know I'm not really learning this fast enough, or I'm not up to I'm not up to pace with my friends, or I'm not up to par with my other relatives and how they understand this particular topic, and it could really, really make you hate yourself and beat yourself up. And that also leads back into the earlier topic that we talked about: self-criticism. All this is correlated in some way, shape, or form. Most of the time when we're being hard on ourselves, it's in service of this misguided belief that self-criticism is the fastest road to self-improvement. We believe that the meaner we are, the more we'll want to obey. We suspect that the opposite must also be true. If we're kind and loving to ourselves, this is an excuse to nap all day or spend countless hours playing video games or going on Steam and putting in 700 hours on... <laughs> on Overwatch or any game like that. Be patient with yourself, but don't coddle yourself too much. Instead, the key is to be gentle. Allow for failure. Allow for time. Allowing for failure can give you enough energy to get back up after you stumble and start over again. If you want to cultivate perseverance, resilience, and grit, then you have to reinforce these characteristics with praise. Support can create encouragement, so you actually want to continue the difficult work of self-improvement. In all of this, there has to be a middle ground. In my case, self-criticism helps me improve, but it's not the fastest road to self-improvement. In fact, it all depends on the day, the week, how I'm feeling inside. If performed incorrectly or inconsistently, it will ultimately dismantle my self-confidence and destroy me as a person. If I can oftentimes get used to wallowing in my own self-pity and how I won't be able to afford this or manage that, I can reprogram my, my brain to get used to 
uplifting myself and putting myself up and being my own champion and stop beating myself up. Most people are under this kind of pressure, well, kind of crack, either agreeing they must be incapable, rebelling, or refusing to try when they have all this oppressiveness on them from other people or themselves. No one has ever felt energized and ready to learn after being yelled at for their fairy, for their, for their failures. And it's exceptionally difficult. I really don't get super motivated myself by strong speech or yelling. It doesn't work for me, and I feel worse than when I started. Another point is finding support. This is another crucial one. Friends aren't the only ones that you can go to when you need support. And in fact, sometimes aren't the best means of support either. Often people feel safer talking with someone with no personal ties to them. Some people find it easier to be honest and vulnerable with someone they don't have to see over dinner or they don't see on an individual basis. It's different for everyone and it changes for everyone. They may turn to a therapist, a phone support line or support group, or maybe like a church youth group or someone you meet up with from your college or school or an online forum. Taking one step in the right direction, if you truly believe there's something you should be doing but aren't, maybe the scope of the undertaking is overwhelming you. Try starting with a small chunk or a bite-sized piece of your plan. For instance, if you want to get a college degree but the whole thing seems like an overwhelming mountain in front of you, take it step by step. Be patient with yourself. Like I stated earlier, you don't have to excel at the same rate that everyone else does. That still sounds intimidating. You could just uh, take it even slower. Each thing you achieve and each step of progress is better than nothing. It's water in the bucket. It's accomplishing something towards the overall goal. It's achieving momentum. It's what it's doing. And in the end, that's really all you need to get and cultivate motivation. We all beat ourselves up. We're all guilty of this. I especially am guilty of this when it comes to my provision as a person and my skill as an artist and my overall, just my overall well-being. I just, I beat myself up a lot. And time and time again, it really does nothing but drag me down deeper into believing every single thing I'm saying about myself. And at the end of the day, guys, it just sets me way further back than I ever want to be in the first place. It rewinds my clocks. It puts me back at the starting line instead of progressing towards the finish. It's so, so, so imperative that you listen to all this information that I'm trying to give you and trying to help you out with, and, and we put it to heart. And of course it's going to be hard. Of course it's going to be difficult to actually utilize this stuff on a daily basis, but we have to stop beating ourselves up. And I cannot stress that enough because at the end of the day, it's only leading to more negative views of our character, our self-interest, and anything else associated with us. Thanks again for listening. 
I'm excited to share with you guys the next podcast episode. Thank you for being a part of the Mind Rise team. All of you are great. Thank you for listening. Once again, I love doing this stuff. Super amped. Can't believe I'm still recording podcast. I'll see you guys next week.